folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. I'm recording. And Tim Kalpakis. What is up? And we're your hosts, back on the Zoom once again. But you can't tell because the chemistry is so good. <laughs> it's so tight. It Talk. feels like we're in the same room. When we won the award for third best comedy podcast in the world, was award. it because of was it because of our <laughs> it chemistry? Was, it was an article, thing? yeah, but yeah, the yeah. award. Mike, I mean, it's the, because the, it's because we're so based and goaded. <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> you don't know what all based the, is? I know, like goat. I mean, I know greatest of all time. Yeah, and when you're when you're the goat, you've you've been goaded. I like What's the passive mean? sound of goaded. Like, oh no, I got greatest of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I got third greatest of all time. Based is like, uh, you know, if somebody somebody's spitting some real truth on Twitter or whatever, they'll be yeah. like based, like enlightened or whatever. Damn. Yeah, because I, th- I've had, well, I've I- had base in the face. Yes, that's true. What's that, Tim? You, well, I was going to say that I think the origin of it is like based in fact and like from political oh. arguments maybe. And oh, then it, oh. it just became like somebody says something that is uh, like true to the core and you're like based. Ooh, true to the core. I've been called a basic bitch before. <laughs> that's different. <laughs> yeah, that's different. I looked it up. I'd looked up based on dictionary.com. Based is a slang term that originally meant to be addicted to crack cocaine or acting like you were, but was reclaimed by rapper Lil B for being yourself and not caring what others think of you. <laughs> to carry yourself with swagger. For being oh, yourself. That is, that's so much better than fact based. That's saying, like, well, if you're a crackhead, you're yourself, man. You're not being a phony. <laughs> Yes, yes. Of me pulling that out of my eyes. Actually, I think it's fact-based. Uh, <laughs> my, I, what I was saying was not fact-based. That's the true yeah, you, irony of it. <laughs> you just lost your goat crown, boy. Here's the problem, guys. I'm off my game because I'm just back from Santa Fe. I was, you know, oh, yes. lounging. I was down there in the in the spa. I was looking out at rocks. Now I, I got my cooped up in the city life with you guys talking yeah. about. You got, I saw you in a hot tub with your feet out. That was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Tim, I knew something was up because you look so tanned and toned and taut. Yeah, <laughs> I got. I did get really toned. Tan, I was already tanned, but I got toned down there. Uh, yeah, you look. Yeah, you look a little more like uh, uh, Texas relaxed right now. Yeah, you just got more of a drawl. Well, that's drawl. true, partner. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. People always get te- Texas relaxed when they're in Santa Fe. Tim, I saw a picture of you in a in a bolo tie. Yes. Okay. Here's the thing. I was down there on vacation that culminated in a wedding, and I went to the the welcome drinks for the wedding mm-hmm. weekend. I mm-hmm. saw the other guys wearing bolo ties, and I said to some of these guys, "I gotta get one." And then a very nice guy, Rob, said, "I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll bring you one tomorrow for the wedding." I'll, in fact. I'll hang it on your uh, uh, hotel room doorknob tonight. <laughs> and, and that, that sounds like code. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you see a bolo tie on somebody's doorknob at the hotel. <laughs> if there's a bolo tie on the doorknob, I'm in here with a steer. <laughs> <laughs> no, if there's a bolo tie on the doorknob, I'm inside the room with Southwestern aspirations. <laughs> <laughs> with a chilly neck. <laughs> Um, but it's a good, uh, the bolo tie really changed. I was wearing a normal suit, but you put a bolo tie on and you feel like you're wearing a, a bolo suit or something. And, uh, um, Tim, we know it's not your first time with a, not your first rodeo with a bolo tie. <laughs> Please. Kindergarten, uh, pictures told my mom wanted to look like Richie Valens. She put a bolo tie on me. Um, 
<laughs> I got to find a picture. Time. <laughs> Remind me yeah. next time I'm home, I'm going to dig through the pictures and you find gotta it. You got to post it. Yeah, it's like a Western shirt. I look way more Western than Richie ever did, but... Um, oh, I have a picture of myself in a cowboy hat, uh, an E.T. cowboy hat. I don't know why E.T.'s on ooh. it. And Weird. cowboy boots. I'll post that too. Mike, do you have any Southwestern stylies photos of your young self? You know, I, th- I think I do. I got one where I'm wearing a funny wig. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll see if I can Is find the it. wig Southwestern? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but the hat and the vest are pretty ah, Southwestern. Ah, good, yes. good. You know what? Uh, speaking of Tim's fashion choices, my mom was listening to one of our recent episodes and she emailed me a picture of um, uh, Ralphie from The Christmas Story when he's in the pink bunny suit. Mm-hmm. And she said, do you think this is what Tim was talking about with uh, he was talking about his sweatshirt? <laughs> <laughs> My bunny. Oh, yeah, like wearing his bunny. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, said, Mom, I that... don't know. I've never heard that term before in my life. I don't know what's going on up there. I feel like somebody tweeted me and explained the origin of bunny. Uh, yeah, it's like a regional thing. Uh, yeah, in the bunny region. Mm. Uh, it's a rabbit farm thing, probably. Mm. <laughs> yeah, um, Canadian, right? Is it Canadian? Well, that would make sense because my parents are both from Montreal, and there are certain isms I've got from them, and it's taken me a whole lifetime to figure out. Like, uh, here's a weird one: Canadians don't say mm-hmm. paprika; they say paprika. Yes, and I've that heard is that. so weird because that is not even an iconically Canadian ingredient they just chose yeah. to say that one thing differently where does and that come from paprika i mean i mean paprika where, where does the spice itself come it's from? it's hungarian usually aha and then if ah. you're from texas you say both paprika paprika <laughs> paprika speaking of uh spices and peppery type things <laughs> yeah <laughs> here's a here's a, a booze thing i wanted to mention on the pod that i had that's iconically new mexico is they got these green peppers called hatch green chilies. Yeah. Uh, and they're not spicy. They're, 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 they're nicey. <laughs> and so you order enchiladas and they say, you want them red or green or Christmas style where you get both side by side. Oh. But I waltz myself into the uh, Coyote Saloon. Cantina uh-huh. and I had a margarita that had hatch green chili infused tequila and I normally don't go crazy for infused stuff, but this was really good. So for round two, I said to the bartender, hey, give me just one of those tequilas on the rocks. I want to taste those green chilies. Yeah, Absolutely delicious. It made me want to make mm. a, a, a martini with it. It was really good. Savory. Do you know what the brand What was the brand? Um, little Stinky Boys Crappy uh-huh. Vodka, which is <laughs> weird because delight. it was tequila. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, I, before I said you got that Texas Southern drawl, you were in New Mexico. That's where Santa Fe is. Yes. I'm, I'm saying, I'm thinking Santa Fe is in Texas. You're dead wrong. I'm thinking of San Antonio. San Antonio. And hey, while I was gone, Mike, uh, you house sat, you did an impeccable job. No, the wet bandits, bandits didn't, didn't burgle me. <laughs> I had some very interesting insights into Tim's life that mm. I will talk about now. Uh, (laughs) I very much enjoyed going into the shower and seeing uh, Jessica. She's got a whole uh, rack of like hair stuff. She's always changing her hair color. So she's got the stuff. She's got like nice Mm -hmm. soaps and uh, conditioners and everything. And then Tim over in the corner, Tim's got 
a Manscaped shampoo and a Manscaped body wash. <laughs> free, free products, big pictures of them. That's, I love that. It's a wonderful product. Because that's what I have, too. It's like all I have. I find the body wash, but it gives me a sort of a manly musk that I didn't used yep. to have. I like it. Oh, you got to. I like you it. You got to. It drives women wild. You like it on Tim? <laughs> yeah, he likes the way I smell. <laughs> You're going to like the way you smell. Well, an, what do you well, say we um, get into Mike, a little... Oh, well, hold on. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I had some insights into the way that uh, Hanford house sits, which is oh, yeah, yeah. I open my fridge. What's in there? Chip dip. <laughs> that was chip dip. I just could not finish. <laughs> this is the stuff that he uses as his Alfredo sauce, we've learned. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and there it was sitting there. I don't have any chips, but I do have some... Uh, Fettuccine. I was thinking I was going to make a Hanford style fettuccine Alfredo. Ah, onion dip fettuccine. No, I, I'll go, I'll go into uh, restaurants now and I'll say, "Can I have a Hanford fettuccine?" And they say, "What's that?" I said, "Well, first of all, I'm Mike Hanford." And they say, "Good, Good to you. meet you." What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? Now, do you know what I'm talking about? They say, "No." I said, "Go walk over to the store and get a get, get a some Lay's, Lay's <laughs> onion dip." Now, wait, that to me seems too thick for a sauce. I should have brought this up earlier. Mm. When I was eating it, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it seems too thick. too thick to be a sauce. Was it globby? And you were eat, it, you, did you feel it when you were eating it? No, it seemed fine. Hmm. So, so I, I guess, guess I answered the, my own question. There you go. <laughs> but then once it's inside your stomach, it recondenses and it binds up. Huh. <laughs> it comes out as a loaf. Nasty. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tim, did you have any further insights into the twisted mind of Mike Hanford? I had two other insights. Oh, shit. One, I wouldn't use the word clogged, but the, to- the toilet, something's up with the toilet. <laughs> no! <laughs> it hasn't been the same? It's just, it, it seems a little bit like tra- traumatized. <laughs> a little PTSD. It's just a little like, rattled. It's a little shaky. You go to sit down, it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> skittish. Um, it's a little skittish. It's hiding, hiding under the bed. Uh, and then, of course, I, I, uh, I found some very small socks and I accused Hanford of having a romantic tryst, but they turned out to be Hanford's socks. So it was oh, my own socks. I thought he was uh, having one of socks. his perverted rendezvous around here. <laughs> oh, that's, no, stop it. <laughs> All right. And with that, can we finally... I did, I did order something on the Spice Network. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> my, my Time Warner bill is through the roof. It was, it was a very pleasant, a very sophisticated softcore. Um, is, does that, is that still around? Spice Network was my first foray into, I don't know. <laughs> into a good broadcast porn. <laughs> Spice is nice, they say. You know. There we hmm. go. All right. All right. Do we get into a little bit of bip, bip, bip? Mm-hmm. Hit it. It's time for Who's News. Who? What's that? Thursday, you cool kid. <laughs> 
like that. Tig and Bass sent in by the Kanger, King Kang, Eric Kang. And is. if you have a booze news theme, email it to the sloppy boys podcast at gmail.com. Very nice, Kanger. Um, what was that sound at the end? Do you recognize I that? I know. Whenever there's like a retro synthy thing, I'm like, God, what is that? It's the end of a TV show type of a. a well, the uh, last one was, I think, WGBH Boston, but that's not that one. Oh. And it's, I've, I've also confused that for the Hanna-Barbera thing, the Beatles. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But that, this is a new one I have to identify. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> damn it. Um, God damn it. Well, here's a fun little item we had. Um, if you Ooh. recall, when we did the Cowpea Cordial a couple of years ago, years ago, oh boy. Years ago. It feels like. Seems that way. I mean, I was in Santa Fe, so time passes differently. But hey, there. people are people are speaking of the Kelby cordial. I love everyone's stylies. Me too. Oh my god, I'm, they're doing some great stuff. Very creative. We've gotten anyone uh, ordering it? Have we? Well, Michael, you uh. haven't seen a certain email from Johnny Eckerd. Eckerd. <laughs> uh, hey, Eckerd, think about the future. Eckerd, Mike, with a D. Eckerd is. Uh-huh. Um, he went to a bar. He Oh, he pointed out that this was a bar. Um, this is in Asheville, South Carolina, right around the corner from Static oh. Age Records, where we're going to be playing hey, on Jeff's like, birthday. Yes. That's going to be a party show. I like that synergy. Very nice. Um, and yeah, Johnny took our call to action and he said, I'm going to order a Calpy Cordial. And here's a recording of what went down. Oh, nice. <laughs> Hey, can I get a Kelpie cordial? Sorry? It's a, a spiced ramen uh, cherry coke. Kelpie cordial. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a, it's a thing. You'll find out about it. <laughs> she said, I don't yeah. know shit. Yeah, Eckerd, ECK. <laughs> yeah, right here. Oh, oh. All right. Thank you. Okay, All right. so. Nice. She, she uh, first said cherry Coke, or, or and, she, and he said it's a thing, and she said, I don't know, I don't know shit. Um, but it sounded <laughs> like he ended up getting it with grenadine, which is kind of Gotham stylies, and Ooh. garnished. With a lime, a.k.a. Cuba Libre stylies. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Wow. And folks, when you send in clips, you definitely make sure to have one of the biggest recording artists in history <laughs> just sort of playing in the background <laughs> the whole time uninterrupted. That's found audio, though. He can't. That's that's okay. We're going to get thrown in the slammer because of Eckerd. <laughs> that <laughs> Michael Jackson song was so, like, warm and well mixed on this track. <laughs> yeah. It sounded fantastic. Hey, I'm a, <laughs> this is Eckerd. I'm down at Funk Night. Uh, we got some good <laughs> tunes going. I'm going to Calpy Cordial. Well, <laughs> if you order Calpy Cordial, record yourself. And here's the thing. We're nice guys. We're not looking for you to like punk these bartenders or anything. We love bartenders. We're just trying to get the 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 order going, you know. So we we want them to hear it. So you're if you have to explain it, that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah, really cool. I did like that he said like, "Oh, you're gonna hear about it. Like it's it's coming. Definitely, the wave's coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking tsunami. Get in on this now. Yeah. Um, 
And then one last little thing I want to mention. This is sort of a not a correction, but a uh, erection. Um, no, <laughs> one of you guys last <laughs> week brought up that uh, we were trying to remember that there was a brand that we reached out to because we wanted to be ambassadors. Ah, yes. Yeah. And yes. then when we finally saw who they hired, it was Priyanka Chopra. And we were like, oh, yeah. they're in a different way. <laughs> Do you remember? I looked it up. Bon Viv Hard yes. Seltzer. Yes. Oh. Now, what what happened to that stuff? We loved it. And we were like, this is the best of the seltzers. And they haven't Instagrammed since October. And I don't see it at Albertsons. Do you guys see it around anymore? No. I think once they got... Uh... There's their spokesperson. They, they skyrocket. They didn't need any more ads. Well, they spent all <laughs> yeah. their money on a on a, an expensive spokesperson. That's, yeah. I think that that maybe uh, yeah, Priyanka kind of let them down, and they that whole deal shit the bed. They hmm. said we'll never make seltzers again. Um, well, that just just for the for posterity, know that we reached out to them. We offered our services, and they were not interested. And like very soon, early on, they were an early front runner in the Seltzer game. Yeah. They had just dropped Bon and Viv and turned it into Bon Viv. Yeah. And we said, now's our chance. They oh, that was funny. When they were Bon and Viv, they had come out with a like branded campaign with these two mermaids and there were videos like, I'm Bon and I'm Viv and this is our seltzer. And then like one week later <laughs> they changed the name to Bon Viv and those ladies were whoosh, scrubbed from the internet. <laughs> And I'm Bon Viv. That's how it goes. <laughs> hey, I'm Bon Viv. Remember the two mermaids that used to be around here? Well, they're gone. I ate them. <laughs> and I shit them out my big fat ass. Hey, is that it for booze news? Wrap it up. That's it for booze news. Oh, that's familiar to Ooh, me. Ooh, is that from a game, Jeff? Yes, do you know what it's from? Yes. No. Uh, is it a well-known game? Or like Doc Man? Is it Doc Man? <laughs> no, it's, it's better well known than Doc Man. <laughs> Kid Chameleon. It's from Mike Tyson's Punch Out, or maybe even oh. just Punch Out. Punch Out. I had Mike Tyson's. I had the branded version. Mm. Ooh. Wow. Are you guys ready to get into the drink of the day? Indeed. Am I ever? Indubitably. Jeff, why don't you give me a super stager sound effect right here? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Juliana Margulies, <gasps> Allison Janney, Felicity Huffman, Ellen Pompeo, <laughs> Stockard Channing, oh. Linda Cardellini, <laughs> Maura Tierney, and Gail. <gasps> what do all these people have in common? They're all going to be guests on the latest episodes of Gail Watch? <laughs> That's right. They're all going up in the <laughs> chopter copter. Oh, I don't know if we can fit everybody. They, I know what those people all have in common. Yeah. They are white ladies. White lady. That's right. It is white lady week here on the pod because <laughs> on, on the Patreon show, we covered Gail, one of our, I mean, probably our current favorite white lady. And then here uh -huh. we're talking about a cocktail called the white lady you've had. Have not had, have not heard. Yeah, never had, never heard. Wow, ne me too. Never had, never heard. So it's a full... It's uh, Well, it is funny when you sent it out. And like when you read it with a picture of a cocktail on a recipe website, you go, mm -hmm. oh, it's called the White Lady. But it's funnier to think of it as White Lady. White Lady. <laughs> is it a white Lady. <laughs> white Laddie. Here's, uh, you're not going to believe this shit. Guess who invented oh, this fucker? 
So, I mean, uh, guess we have no image in our head. We're saying it sounds elegant, but we don't know shit. It looks fancy. I'm, I'm going to guess the dude who's been stealing all the drinks. Yeah, Harry. Harry. Can you believe this? We, we choose these drinks based on, like, either, like, seasonal reasons or we're trying to mix up the no, spirits. We, on ease. Our own ease. <laughs> Not all the time. Uh, this week ease. was definitely... Well, this was one we, where we had in-house ingredients, but... Um, <clears throat> Have you noticed that the past two months has been all uh, Harry McElhone? Yeah. Kind of strange. Wow. Um, but here's where weird We did thing. have a Trader Vic in there. That's very true. Um, Harry McElhone of Harry's New York Bar in, in Paris, very we, he always comes up when we're talking about the 20s or, or 30s, and we say that he's the fuck Jerry of cocktails because he appropriates a lot of times and he puts it in his book. But in this case, this is a drink that he actually invented with his own two hands earlier when he worked at Ciro's bar in London in 1919, he came up with a drink called the white lady and it was creme de menthe, triple sec and lemon. And then, 1919, same year as Hanford and I's old apartment on Los Feliz Boulevard was being built. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's funny to think. You know, I looked that place up and on, it's a historic landmark. It's on the L.A. landmark list. And not no more, it ain't. And it's uh, lightly haunted. Keep going, too. Well, they say that the toilet is. seems like it's seen a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so he invents this minty version of it in 1919. Then he moves to Paris, opens his own bar, Harry's, and he switches the uh, mint to gin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it becomes gin, triple sec, lemon, Guys, that's a gin sidecar, right? The sidecar yeah. was yeah, 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 cognac, yeah, sure. triple sec, lemon. Kind of, it's, so it's a variation on a gin sour. Um, people don't really know why he made the switch, but people are happy he did. And uh, <laughs> of course, the other Harry lays claim to it. Harry Craddock of the Savoy Cocktail Book. He uh, He's from London and he said he did it, but whatever. We've been dwelling on this scene a lot. It's a lot of Ritz Paris, Bucks Club. It's another one of these mm. drinks. Yeah, and I was hoping that maybe this one wouldn't be so good because we knew Harry invented it. If it's you really know, shitty. Like, oh, when he's left to his own devices, he's only like a C-plus cocktail <laughs> it's maker. just a pint of triple He just cycle. has to steal from the best. Well, I wonder... Yeah, we'll see how good this thing is. The way... When we read the histories, it sounds like this person ripped it off, but like maybe they were all hanging around and they're all friends and they're all sucking and fucking and Hey, what's yours recipes. is mine. Get over here. What's <laughs> <laughs> yours is mine. I'm kissing you a bottle of gin. And <laughs> hey, I'm kissing your ass. We do know that this is Laurel and Hardy's favorite drink. We do know that Hemingway mentioned it in Islands of the Stream. Islands yeah. in the Stream. Yeah. Mm. Islands and, in the Stream. Uh, who's that? Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. Dolly, Dolly Parton. Fart Produced by the BG guy. Written by the BG guy, right? Wow. Didn't we learn that? I think so. Um, Wait, who? Barry Gibb. Barry? Come on. It's got to cool. be. Cool. I do think that was in that BG's film we watched for the Patreon. I'm confirming right now. Stand by. <laughs> <laughs> yes. In the Written by the BGs and recorded by Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. Mm. Well, when you think of the BGs, Three guys making music. It reminds me yeah. of the Sloppy Boys, three guys about to make a cocktail that contains <laughs> 40 yeah. milliliters of gin, 30 milliliters of triple sec, 20 milliliters of fresh lemon juice. Pour all ingredients into a cocktail shaker, shake well with ice, strain into a chilled cocktail glass. Garnish not applicable. Mm. 
But served up, huh? No ice. No ice. Correctamundo. All right. What if you were to put would it would this be a what if you were to put like a lemon twist in it? That seems you can. okay. I'm not gonna stop you. That seems okay. Yeah, maybe I will. Probably look good. Yeah. Not the way I do them, but yeah. <laughs> you you're, you'd really mash that lemon yes. twist up pretty. It's bad. not good. <laughs> Did you see? It reminds me of Casadami Padre when Will Ferrell rolls a cigarette <laughs> yeah. and it's like ginkle ginkle. <laughs> that was so funny. I, oh man, that was, that was some good. That was some good prop work. That's that a, that's a good ass movie. I love Casadami yeah, Padre. It's funny. All right, shall we get into it? Yes, let's do it. Do we hit him with the ads? Yeah, baby. Oof. Love these ads. Guys, there's a there's a really easy way to not have these ads, and it's just joining on the other things. <laughs> the Patreons. You gotta jump in with your friends <laughs> on the Patreon. Join the club yep. over there. It's kinda cool. Yep. But if you don't want to do that, have fun listening to ads. Mm-hmm. They are good ads and, and we make them uh and we endorse them. We make them with love, that's for mm-hmm. sure. Yep. Handcrafted ads. Mm-hmm. Bye folks. <laughs> Back discussing the white lady, oh, Linda what? Cardellini. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, the Cardellini. Hey, I beautiful. Oh, that looks good with the garnish. Yeah, my god, foolish not to garnish. <laughs> um, I was a fool. Hey, I can never tell. Like mine looks a little small in my coop. I can never tell if we should make doubles or not. Like sometimes I feel feel like oh, God, you'd be. You'd, you'd be nuts to make a double of this drink. And then other times it doesn't fill the glass when you make it to specs. Mm. Well, do you want to get utterly tanked or not? <laughs> yes. I think you, you got you got sort of a bold coupe glass there, Jeff. I think that's going to be... Bold. You know, mine's a traditional triangular martini glass. Yeah. So that's why it goes to the top. Am I breaking the rules here? No. All right. What rules? Zips? Hey, not that I would mind. <laughs> Oh, wait, what did you, did you use, I used Cointreau instead of regular triple sex, so mine's going to be kind of drier and less sweet. I was wondering mm. if I should have put a dash of simple syrup in there too to kind of, well, let's no, just see. The, the only thing with Cointreau is that it's more alcohol, right? Or is the flavor? No, it, I mean, it's just really good triple sec, but when I have the cheap stuff like De Kuiper, it seems sweeter to me because it's like. Yeah, what? I think it is. It's making up I've got De Kuiper over here. I, I'm using a little Hiram Walker. Ooh, love it. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, that is quite nice. Lemony Snicket. Quite refreshing. Yep. Oh, that's a summer drink. Yep. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, it's that Tom Collinsy taste. It's that uh, French 75 kind of taste. It's that mm-hmm. gin lemon taste. This is good. Did we wait? Uh, I I may have been uh, zoned out. Did did you say why it's called the White Lady? Um, I did not, and we don't know. However, mm. here's the thing that kind of pisses me off. I got all these cocktail books, and I forget to look at them sometimes. And just when I was making my drink, I checked. I've got this Hemingway cocktail companion, and I was like, mm. I wonder if they have a chapter on because in my intro I had mentioned that he brings up the white lady in islands in, islands the stream. in the stream this book here look at see this book it's got a big fat chapter on the white lady and i've got a fucking podcast and i should have read all this shit <laughs> um and, and look i'm i'm skimming and i see harry craddock i see 
Harry McAlone <laughs> and the truth lays within these pages. <laughs> but we'll never know because it's the Sloppy you know, Boys podcast. Yeah. No. But Tim, you know what you do? I, you take a picture and you Instagram that your favorite page. I'm going to do that. But here's one thing I'll read real fast. It's just the, con- experience. the context in which it's mentioned in <laughs> Islands in the Stream is here. Okay? Great. They're, they summarize and they say, Joseph suggests he have one at home first. Not only will it be cheap, blah, 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 blah. Okay, here it is. Bobby is in a foul mood from all the mixed drinks he'd been forced to make for all those hoity-toity ladies who just arrived on a yacht. One of them even had the audacity to order something called a white lady. So Uh. so, so this is not like, we're not saying, oh, Hemingway liked to hang around and down these. He used it as a reference of a fancy thing. Ah. Mm. Well, that's funny to be like, they had the audacity. Like, this is a simple drink and it's delicious. It's not like they're asking for espresso martinis. What drink would be easier? It's three ingredients. It's a gin sour kind of. Hmm. Maybe it's like one of the, maybe it's just not not the ease of, yeah. of which it's made. Just like uh, you don't order a white lady. A cultural context lost to time. You don't order <laughs> a gin drink. This is whiskey town for Hemingway. Maybe. Maybe the whiskey? problem is that Hemingway's a bad writer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we could have just found that out. That could be. That could be. Could I, be? It's certainly not one of my faves. I very studied and versed in his work. Not my favorite. Mm. Studied and versed. Yeah. Mm. Who's your favorite uh, author there, Faulkner. Mike? Okay. Faulkner. Okay. He had one ready one. to go. He had one in the chamber. I didn't have one ready to go. That's my favorite art author. <laughs> it's weird because, Mike, when whenever I... It's strange you don't like Hemingway because then I want to ask you, yeah. like, what's your favorite uh, method of fixing your pants? You say, the Hemingway. I know. Well, the, the, yeah. When it comes to pants, that's how I like my pants done. I like them hemmed. Yeah. The, uh, I don't way, need my pants Faulkner, to tell you that much. <laughs> yep. 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 That's good. All very well and good. But doesn't that piss you off knowing that there's a whole chapter about this drink and I didn't read it? And now I'll never Tim, I'm fuming over here. <laughs> <laughs> but the podcast is recorded. If I read it now, it's a waste of reading. <laughs> a waste of reading? I got to sound out the letters, form the words, <laughs> comprehend them. Come on. Oh, God, man. Yeah. Te-he, te-he. Okay. Uh, Dumb and Dumber. Stylies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lloyd Christmas. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm. Ooh, this is a very re- refreshing drink. I, I, I very much like this. Mm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, normally the sweet would be something like a syrup, but... With the with the um, shitty cartoon triple sec, that does the job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, and I'll say I'm happy with the Quantro uh, version as well. Um, this is not lacking in sweetness. It was a lot of lemon. Yeah, it's a lot of lemon. Yeah, I noticed uh, it was it was uh, forty thirty twenty as you go down the list. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Love that. My le- my lemons must be old. It took me most of a lemon to get twenty mil. <laughs> Why, that's most of a lemon. That's an old-ass lemon. <laughs> I'm always... I I go to Albertsons, I buy a bunch of lemons, I don't touch them. And then it's a race to use these little crumpled old shrunken yeah. heads. See, my old lemon, I got an old lemon here, it wasn't shrunken and, and dry. It was just like mushy. You know when you have... Ooh, that's like, good. A lot of juice. You can feel kind of like the, the peel is separated from the yeah, fruit. It feels yeah, like, it's like a water balloon. Around. <laughs> yeah. Throw it at your neighbors, it all splashes open. <laughs> oh, 
Summer's here, bitch. <laughs> you ever do that with an apple? <laughs> Walloping yeah, someone with like, a water balloon? You bang it for a while and like it like, gets yeah, all mushy on the you inside. You can like yeah. knock the skin a little bit and then you, mm-hmm. eventually you just got like a bag of apple juice. <laughs> yeah. That's a funny thing. Like I remember doing that probably in like uh, grade school. And that's just a funny thing. Like you do that and it's a little different. And it's like, okay, well, what do we do now? We get rid of <laughs> Something <it>. else. <laughs> you throw it at the school. We get to Fuck. our homework. <laughs> throw it at the school. We play Mortal Kombat 2. <laughs> <laughs> which is the one, which what was Mortal Kombat with uh, Cypher, was it? I don't, I'm not, I'm more of a Capcom fighter guy. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I more have Street Fighter 2, like Tim's dad's restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm more of a Tapper guy. In fact, it's the only video game I've really ever. When, yeah, Jake Tapper. It, Jeez. Stop it. <laughs> I I play a lot of Galaga and I play a lot of Tapper, and that's it. You play a lot of it still? <laughs> and, well, when I say a lot of it, I mean once every three years when I'm at an arcade, I'll play yes, 40 yes, minutes yes. of it. That makes sense. See, because I do play a lot of it. It's uh, daily in my home. <laughs> Jeff, I saw the arcade machine might be. Uh, Oh, bowing out. That makes it's time. St- it's time. You voted it's time. And I the, voted it, it's time to go. It was time to go years ago. God, that kills me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I love oh, it. Oh, wait, this was an Instagram poll about whether or not you should get rid of it? No, yeah. I would. I mean, no. I, yes, it was an Instagram poll saying, like, maybe it's time to get rid of this thing because it hasn't worked in a while. <clears throat> and um, the the me who created it was 10 years younger. And I just don't have that information in my brain anymore. Oh, how to fix it, you mean? I got to become that person again. That person's dead. <laughs> He's run out of lives. Hmm. So it might might be time. Or I give it a weekend and I put the old wrench on it and see what I can do. That's the funny thing about the Instagram poll is when you, uh, you go looking to see how people voted. And a lot of times, if I ever put up a poll in my stories, it's pretty much a joke where like both answers or both options are joke answers. And mm-hmm. I'll go through and look, hey, who did this joke and who did that joke? And I'm like, well, this, this doesn't tell me anything. It was, <laughs> this, this, this was just two jokes, you know? I don't know. <laughs> and, like, and you wrote them. You, you, yeah. get, you get people pick your jokes. Uh, I, don't, I don't know people what... All, they're jokers, what's my friends. What, this is crazy. This whole thing was a waste of my time. <laughs> well, this was a serious poll, Tim, but I don't, I don't let the internet tell me what to do, you know? Cool. So even if, even if the poll goes one way, I might go the other way. That's awesome. So why do you do the poll just to kind of fuck with us all? I just sort of see how I feel about it, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm really polling myself. Don't well just don't jerk us around too much, Jeff, okay? Mm. All right. It's not fair. It's not right. You don't it's really know fair. how you feel about it until you see like if we said, Jeff, you gotta keep your video game, you'd be like, <laughs> fuck all y'all. I'm getting rid of this. I don't want it. Your video game. Jeff, you gotta keep your video game. <laughs> Your little video game. And then if we're like, please, Jeff, you could we you need to free up some space in your living room. Then you say, fuck that, it stays. It stays or I walk. Jeff, that thing when that thing goes, I mean you're gonna have a loads of room. You don't know what to do. Yeah, I know. You should get a sauna. Don't get rid of the cocktail one. That that one's fun. Oh yeah. Is, well that's that a work? thing that's the thing I left out of the poll is that I have two other arcade machines in the <laughs> in the apartment taking up space, but that's the big boy. Wait, Ms. Pac-Man and what's the other? I got the sit-down cocktail Ms. Pac-Man. Love it. Pizza, pizza parlor style. Does it work? Yeah. Um, okay. 
it's finicky, but it works. And then a miniature bar top Miss Pac-Man with like the oh. with like the pink and blue side art that I love so damn much. Oh yeah. yeah. Can you ever hook the two of them up to each other and have the two Ms. Pac-Mans going at it? Sort of les out. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> no, I don't know if it works that way. Um, isn't that in the uh, <laughs> what's in uh, National Lampoon's Vacation? They're like uh, he's trying to show the kids a triptych thing, and then uh, Rusty is like comes in with a space invader and shoots the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not how video games work. No, yeah, it's just also funny to like that map they had was just like the map of the United States, and, and Clark was just like showing them where their car was going to go, like state by state. I remember a kid. Everybody has the kid who in school was said that their uncle worked for Nintendo. Right. But I had a kid say yes, but for that. for me it was real. I had a kid say that he plugged a Sega and a Nintendo into the same TV and played Mario versus Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's great. I actually believe him. <laughs> I, had a, I had a friend in college. This is a little bit removed. But I had a friend in college who, when he was in high school, he had a friend who told everyone that he had a uh, washing machine in his home that would uh, wash his clothes, then dry it, and then deliver <laughs> it back to his room. <laughs> oh, boy. What the fuck is going the on? Fuck? I've, heard you, I've, heard, I've heard this story before. That's so funny. I wish he was yeah, my It's called your mom. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he, he didn't realize his mom folded his laundry and put it in his room. He's like, wow, it must have been the, the laundry machine. <laughs> Damn, damn, damn. Hmm. Speaking of damn, 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 this is damn good. Damn, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, how would you how would you switch it up? I'm thinking about round two, and I feel like there's a world of possibilities with the white lady. I'd put a big old pickle in it. <laughs> yeah, you could side. do that. A, a big old floppy gherkin. <laughs> I can imagine going a little <laughs> less <gherkin>. lemon. <laughs> hmm. Or here's the thing with a lot of these French hairy drinks. So you you have the option of gin or cognac, you know, like uh, mm. I could imagine. And oh no, wait! If you made Nyak, this with cognac, Nyak. it would just be a <laughs> yeah. Your calling card, nyak nyak. I forgot to say that every time I enter a room. You didn't do that at the wedding this uh, couple weekends ago, did you? I I got it confused and I said cone cone. Oh. <sighs> um. Bam. No, don't make this with cognac because then it's just a sidecar. Although I do like a sidecar. You know what I was thinking? Right next to uh, the lemons in my fruit bowl, my beloved limes. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to put a lime in this? Yeah. I think that would be good. Yeah. Lemon and lime. Now you got a Sprite. Or maybe do a dual Sprite stylies. Isn't Sprite now- just gin with lemon and lime in it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> a, a, a gin sour made with lime instead of lemon would be a gimlet. Uh, but this is the triple sec one, so maybe it's Jeff's original creation. I think you put. I think you put lemon and lime. Yeah, this is why it's so hard to create a new drink, folks, and why things like the Russian root and the Kalpi cordial should be celebrated. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're, I guess we're calling that the freedom root now, right? Oh, thank you, Mike. Don't cancel me, <laughs> Mike. Please don't cancel the him. Siberian. The Siberian region root. <laughs> region. Um, by the way, I'm working on a um, cocktail of my own. Uh, maybe Ooh. I'll debut soon. I think it's not going to be a summary thing, though. It might have to wait just a little bit longer. Well, then I might have to skip you, Jeff, because I've been tinkering with one that's sort of a dog days of summer drink. Oh, 
That's all right. I sort of claim the uh, poinsettia punch, even though it predates yeah. me. I kind of feel like yeah, I sort of uh, use my platform to shine a light on that one. But oh, did you invent that? No. Okay. No, but here's the thing. I'm like Henry at Harry's bar. <laughs> well, like you're like a, a guy who. When you make music, you sample other artists and you make it your own. So I think with yeah. the poinsettia punch, maybe you didn't make it from scratch, but you put your own spin on it, and that's cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, hey, but speaking of which, is it time for a round two? I think so. Y'alls. We doing this? We doing this? What the fucking Easter's? Lock the gate! <laughs> down, 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 down. <laughs> Folks, we'll see you after the break. With round two of the white lady, I'm pretty proud of my little concoction here. What do you got? What did you what What did you change up? This is half lemon juice, half lime, and you know how I said it didn't quite fill my coop. Yeah, I did a little top up with club soda. Whoa, oh, Collins okay. Stylies. So you're doing something. Who knows what you're doing? I'm calling it Sprite Stylies. I like that. I like that. Here we go. Ooh, I feel like I'm obeying my thirst over here. <laughs> now, Jeff, don't you dislike Sprite? Yeah, but not with a bunch of gin in it. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Come on, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> he still got it. <laughs> okay, well, my I didn't even make a round two because I had my nose buried in a book. A book guy. Okay, but, but on a serious oh, yeah. note, oh, yeah. I, I looked at this Hemingway guy, book, guys, and I, I learned two things. You ready? Mm-hmm. Harry McElhone did uh, of Harry's uh, the, the later New York bar that Harry he uh-huh. did name it okay uh-huh. but then Harry Craddock he had a different recipe he had that uh, creme de menthe recipe so then we're thinking that maybe Harry Craddock had the gin version and then that's uh-huh. so they're bo- they both lay claim one had the name one had an alteration and then uh, speaking of the name here's the origin of the name Yes, yes. The White Lady was named for the White Lady Banks Rose. Rosa Banksia. That's kind of like a um, plant name, uh, Kingdom Phylum class style, and I can't pronounce it. Gotcha. Which was in turn named for the wife of famed English botanist Sir Joseph Banks. Banks was something of a bon vivant and was Captain James Cook's right-hand man during... His epic circumnavigation aboard the HMS Endeavor. Okay, so it was just named after a lady, a fancy white And also, lady. wait, Bon Vivant? Bon Viv? Is that what that's bon, all about? Yeah? Yes. Okay. That's the wow. inspiration for Bon Viv. And then they <laughs> turned it into Bon and Viv because they wanted to be weird. And then Bon Viv Quirky. ate those two and now we're back. Yeah, and then Mr. Bon Viv came around. He said, I'm on the paleo. or the, <laughs> I'm on the, what's the uh, fish only yeah. diet? Pescatarian. Pescatarian. Did you hear this weird thing? Um, uh, the the band, uh, you know, or the the singer John Bon Jovi, he changed his name to John Bon Vivi. <laughs> I well, think before that, I, before that, I he was think. <laughs> he was John Anchovy. Yes. <laughs> before that, okay, that's good, John. Anchovy. Before that, <laughs> before that, <laughs> is what he did. <laughs> 
hey, John Anchovy. <laughs> okay, it sucks. Wait, oh, I- I'm confusing. I was like, didn't he really have a bunch of names? And I was thinking of John Mellencamp, John Cougar Mellencamp, yeah. John Cougar. He's a guy who did like every variation of his name. Oh, Wait, yeah. But there's something funny about John Bon Jovi's name. I think it's like John Bon Jovi. That's sort of like Snoop Dogg, Snoop Doggy Dog, oh. Snoop Lion. It's Bon Jovi. His, re- his real name is John Bon Jovi Jr. Ah. John Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. He's, 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 he's New Jersey guy, right? Yeah, I, Italian Jersey guy. That makes sense. Yeah, he's almost like the New Jersey rocker. Anyway, keep stop going. Stop it. Oh, yes, yes. stop. I will fucking <laughs> walk off this pod. He'll take you to the mat for that. You know, a lot of people say that when I wear my bolo tie, I look like Tunnel of Love era Bruce. <laughs> yes, that's what everyone. One person said that. On that th- somebody at the wedding said it, and then somebody else commented on Instagram. So... When I thought that, when I saw you in that, I thought you looked a lot like a jackass. <laughs> well, I, I hope it was poopies. Sorry, I've had too many white ladies. <laughs> <laughs> One. Okay. Well, can we final thought this fucker or what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Hey, Story I'm hosting again. this thing. <laughs> Everyone prepare your final thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I already done order again. All right. It's an order again for me, too. And again and again. Sure. Whew. And... As scripted, this thing rules. But it also gives you a little latitude to express yourself. I like that, too. It does. It does. There's a lot of room here. Yeah, Mike garnished it. Tim, final thoughts? Um, Order again. I love it. I mean, I do prefer... Put a splash splash of soda, that's a Collins. Put a splash of champagne, that's a French 75. Swap the gin for side... I mean, for cognac, that's a sidecar... Mm -hmm. I do prefer maybe all of those drinks, but this one still, I love it, and I would drink it until I, mean, I die. For it to be one that we've never heard of is yeah. Yeah. insane to me. Yeah, for sure, because it's very straightforward. You know what would be good in this? You know what would be good in this? A splash of pineapple juice. Michael. The mind reels. Right? Wow. Yes. 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 <laughs> By George, I've got it. By Jovi, I've got it. <laughs> well, that seems like the end of the episode. Not. It's time for the quiz. Yo, wait a minute. Well, we haven't done a quiz in a while. Let's see who's still got the guts. It's the white lady quiz, okay? I give you a clue, and then you name the white lady that I'm talking about. Oh, shit. Okay. Cool. Are cool you quiz. ready? Yes. Is this is it a buzz in or a blurt? It's a blurt fest because oh, there's a, a lot of them. It's blurt a bit of a Java lanch. Oh, is this a, a, a white lady lanch? <laughs> it's a lady lanch. Okay, here we go. Yahahui! This fair-skinned female took home the gold in the women's super G alpine ski at the Nagano Olympics in 1998. Yep, Michael's got it. Damn. You, you don't, you, Jeff. You don't know skiing. That's your no. Problem. I almost had it. I was like, "What's her name? Piper Paraboo? Nope. Peekaboo Street. But it was too late. <laughs> you might be peekabooing a little bit on your uh, microphone. 
Oh, oh, the whole time? You're getting a little crackly. No, just because I think now you're you're two white ladies deep and you're, you're getting excited. <laughs> it's it's quiz time. Yeah. And it's quiz time. Here we go. Ready? Yes. Step aside, Jonathan Lipnicki. This pale female took home the gold in women's Maisel figure Wedger. skating. Women's Damn. figure skating at the Nagano Olympics in 1998. Took home the 98? gold in 1998. That would have been Lipinski. Tara Lipinski, there you go, Michael. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are these all fucking athletes? Question number three. School's <laughs> out. This Olympic swimming white woman went on to host the Nickelodeon game show Figure It Out. Oh. What the fuck? That is uh Summer Sanders. <laughs> yes. What the fuck? <laughs> you got a feeling these are all gonna be uh Olympic ladies. <laughs> Here we go. Youch! Oh, no. <laughs> this lady's ex-husband orchestrated a baton attack on Nancy Tanya Kerrigan's... Harding. There you go. Jefferson is Ooh. on the board. Oh, my God. <laughs> One Youch. point on the board. All right. Youch! Here we go. <laughs> this white lady was the proud owner of the infamous Jizzy Blue Garment. Oh, um, uh, Monica Lewinsky. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Jefferson is catching up. Okay. <laughs> this notorious Long Island Lolita once dated Joey Buttafuoco. Oh, Amy Fisher. Le- yes, Mike. Who the fuck is that? Who's Amy Fisher? Well, she's the Long Island Lolita herself. <laughs> also known as Foxy Noxy, this white lady spent four years in an Italian prison before being acquitted. Foxy Noxy. Hmm. Amanda Knox. Knox, god damn it, fuck. Oh, right. yes. Yep. yes, yes. She okay, killed a kid, getting, right? Yeah. She, she was, I, I think at this point we think she didn't do it. And uh, basically it's a frame job. Okay, Mike, you have... One, two, three, four. Jeff, you have two. Playing it what fast is- and loose with these. <laughs> <laughs> with the fates of these people. Frame job. Yeah, that's not a heavy topic, is it, for me to gloss over with no research? Um, when I write these quizzes, I just open up a document and start typing. There's not, not really much looking around. Um, okay. <clears throat> this white lady is the former co-owner of Keller House Homemade Chocolates and Ice Mary Cream. Mary Ellen Dutton? Mary Ellen Dutton. There you go. <laughs> I gotta Jeff get that one. With three. This white lady used to prepare tomato slices and mayo for her Gina little Hanny. <laughs> I think that was Jeff. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> Despite what you uh, may have expected, this white lady's son composed a wonderful organ Donna counter Calpagas. melody. God damn it. Yes. <laughs> and finally, this white lady topped the charts with her hit single A B C D E F U. Oh, Jefferson. And that tied it back up. And that was the end of my questions. Oh, no. Oh, So I'm going to spit one from the dome. Ready? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We better have like um, a weird sound effect to start it off. Yeah. This <laughs> this white lady is known for her vaginal paintings. George O'Keefe. George O'Keefe. Fuck, there fuck. you go. Michael Hanford wins God the damn. White And God. I dispute that they're vaginal. Those are close-ups of flowers. flowers. Tim. That's all that ever was. Oh, yeah. 
and oh, some with my dirty some desert skulls, <laughs> <laughs> flowers and desert skulls, and that's it. And that's that. Congratulations, Mike. Mike, you, you won the white lady quiz, and you get all the scratch off money this week. Ooh, nice. Mm. I'm gonna put that to good <laughs> use. <laughs> 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 I see, Mike. I thought that was you winding up a fun saver disposable <laughs> film camera. I want to take a picture of myself in this happy moment. Yeah, <laughs> so I can remember. <laughs> take a selfie. Take a selfie. That would be cool if okay. you could make. You know, on your uh, camera on your phone, you could have it go. It would be great between if you could go. You're like, oh, you gotta, you gotta slide to the right. <laughs> Sounds like me on the dance floor. Jesus Christ, slide to the right. That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. And hey, also be sure to check out the Patreon, where subscribers can unlock The Sloppy Boys Blowout, our weekly bonus episode. That's where the real fun stuff goes damn. <laughs> That's patreon.com slash The Sloppy Boys. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you next week. Thanks, folks. And I just want to apologize that in that one question about Tara Lipinski, I said, I started it by saying, step aside Jonathan Lipnicki, because I thought Lipinski sounded like Lipnicki, but it kind of was confusing and people thought it was Reese Witherspoon. Um, no. Ray Zellweger. With- Renee Zellweger. But, uh, mm. So I have regrets about this episode, but thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, I do too. <laughs> Yeah, my my uh, regrets and reservations aside, thanks for listening to this one. Give it up for your boys. Give it up for your boys.